get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Tanner Hendrickson, I'm Brandon Kylie. Very happy to go out to the Brown and Proof and Celebrity Line to be joined by our guest, Mike Rupp. He's the former NHL forward, a Stanley Cup champion, and you can see him on NHL Network's NHL Tonight. NHL Network will have 10 straight hours of live trade deadline coverage tomorrow, beginning at 9 o'clock Central tomorrow morning. Looking forward to seeing that. Mike, we appreciate the time. As always, man, how you doing today? I'm doing well. I mean, that seems like a tall task. I don't know if there's going to be any trades tomorrow, guys. I'm not going to lie. Hey, I'm a, a long little... time on air. I might have to have you guys call in and talk to you guys. <laughs> hey, we're okay with that. I'm a little con- concerned for you guys with no trades taking place. But, Mike, I, I do get a bone to pick with you, man. Uh, you-, you spent a lot of time over these last few weeks trying to get Timo Meyer to New Jersey. What the heck, man? We would have liked him here in St. Louis. Yeah, I mean, I felt like I was on to something i was gonna look like a genius and all of a sudden i see the st louis blues clearing cap space i'm like oh no they're coming they're coming and uh so you know you gotta post a couple clocks ticking send it to devil's way on, on twitter and uh they ended up getting it done but uh you know it was this was a guy that i he's extremely extremely old or sorry underrated um you know he's he's a power forward and there's those guys are few and far between you get a, your, your chance at them you gotta you gotta make a run and unfortunately for the devils they got him. you mentioned it mike you're not sure how many trades there are going to be tomorrow that's one thing that i wanted to discuss with you what's left like who are the big uh pieces that could still yet to be moved before the trade deadline because this has been about as active as we've seen at the nhl trade deadline and we've still got about 24 hours to go yeah, I think as far as like UFAs, if you're a pending UFA still and you're out there, even if it was, uh, I don't know, a lot of times it's like not even if you were a hot commodity on the market, a team's going to sit there and look and be like, hey, we're going to get rid of this guy. Like if you're not making the playoffs, like, you know, we see if we can get something for him um, in a lot of situations. But now we're starting to see players with term get moved because I think there's been so much action. And I also think that there's some teams out there um, I mean, geez, I, I think the Pittsburgh Penguins are a little bit in this category too. I think they've been waiting. I think Carolina, they had some of these teams have kind of been waiting for these prices to drop, and they haven't. And so now all of a sudden, it, all the all the the headliners are all been gone and and traded. Now it's like they're just trying to make a move. I think in in some way, shape, or form for a little bit of job security, right? Like you're sitting there, like well, I got to do something, right? And uh, so I think we'll start seeing that. I mean, there's still some teams out there that, that everybody knows they need to do something here and, and, and try to shore up their team. And there's not a ton of options out there, so I think you've got to be creative. But we'll, we'll see moves tomorrow. It'll be, it'll, be, uh, it'll be some movement out there. But, I mean, geez, with the excitement we've had so far, 
Uh, I've never seen anything like it. I legitimately have never seen anything like that we've seen in the last probably three weeks. I'm the same spot as you, Mike. I mean, it really surprised me how many trades that we saw take place. And it's pretty obvious that the Eastern Conference feels like, look, we got to go all in because everyone else is doing that. But from the St. Louis perspective, Mike, you mentioned there are still teams out there that feel like they've got to make a move. And I'm thinking more on the defensive side. And there's been a ton of rumors surrounding the Blues with guys with term, whether it's Pareko or Krug or Nick Letty. Can you see a team finding a way to make a deal for one of those guys by tomorrow, or do you think that might be more of an off-season move? So, um, first off, what the St. Louis Blues have kind of decided and what they've gone through in the last little while, um, you know, I'm not just saying this because I'm on with you guys. Like, I respect the, the heck out of, uh, of Army, um, Doug Armstrong, for what he's doing here. It's a tough thing to do. There's not many GMs in the league that – that have that conviction and that read and feel of their team to do what's right. Um, we've seen them do it before. I mean, we remember a few years back when they traded Paul Stasny to uh, the Winnipeg Jets, and they, I think the, the, the Blues off the top of my head, I think they were like two points out of the playoffs at the time. And it's like, what, what are you doing? But it's like he, he, knows, he knows where his team's at and kind of what his team is. So um, – I applaud the moves that he's made up to this point and trying to turn this thing around quick, right? So next year this team can bounce back. I think that next wave now is you freed up, and that's why that Timo Meyer talk was very intriguing too because I'm like, oh, my gosh, with the moves they made, they freed up some 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 cap room and some space here. Like if they can get Timo Meyer, which unfortunately they didn't, but they're still a team that has, you know, Jordan Cairo, Robert Thomas, Pavel Bushnevich, like these guys are age appropriate with one another. The next project is the decor. And I don't feel like one of them will probably be moved right now. Um, the, the big one that we're always hearing is Colton Prego. It's a big contract. Um, I, I think that they'll have more dance partners in the, in the summer at the draft. And so I, I think that that would probably be a better chance of that happening then. Um, as far as another defenseman on that team that they could possibly move, I, I think there's, I think there's a lot of teams out there that are intrigued by by Nick Letty. You know, he, he moves well and he has been for a long time in this league. But uh, um, as far as the big one, the the big contracts there, I think it probably summertime is is going to be more realistic. Mike, from your perspective, in, in watching this Blues team this season, it's been really surprising for a lot of people that it's gone this direction, but Doug's made it very clear he doesn't want this to be a rebuild. He thinks this is going to be a quick turnaround. How do you go about that if you're him when you look at this defensive core? How do you go about finding a way to flip this around quickly and also making sure you're making the right decision on the defenseman to move? Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. I mean, you've got to... You've got to if this is a, a, a decor that you you, you want to change, you know, you might have to take a step back, to, you know, two steps back to take a step forward or however that phrasing goes. I think I got that one way <laughs> wrong. Well, you guys know what I'm saying. It might be something today that you're like, Ooh, I don't know about that, but it's going to free up something. That's the, they need to free up and get some flexibility so they can do something here on the back end. And, um, you know, it's, uh, they're, they're a team that, um, Listen, we've seen the last couple seasons. The emergence of Jordan Cairo, Robert Thomas has been a great plus. Like this is the next, the next wave, right? And it, it, it's now. That's why even Craig Berube calling out the team the other day, like, you know, this team's going through it right now, and he doesn't want this to linger. He needs his captain just left. His captain's out the door. 
the team has been the, the team that won and, and you're seeing these pieces move. It's an emotional raw time, but also like you got to start building these guys into the mold that you want. And, and there's leadership that's available there. So I, I think that they're going to put the pressure on these younger players to grow up real fast and, and to lead. And then Doug Armstrong will do his job in trying to turn the soil on this roster. But uh, no, I don't, I, I don't believe that I thought they would be better this year. I think most people did. Um, but I don't think they're far off. I think they're, uh, they're going to be active and they're, they just got to free up something. And again, it might be something where you feel like, I don't know if that was good or not. Uh, but I think as you see time pass, they'll make the right decisions to move forward. We're talking to Mike Rupp, one of our favorites here on 101 ESPN. You can check him out on NHL Network, the former NHL forward and Stanley Cup champion. Tomorrow on NHL Network, we'll have 10 straight hours of live trade deadline coverage beginning at 9 o'clock Central. Uh, Mike, one of the things that we've been talking a lot about, and it's really more of an off-season discussion, but I want to get your thoughts on it, is what the Eastern Conference, the, this bidding war that has taken place and really an arms race that has taken place in the East, what that's going to mean for off-season decisions for some of these teams. I mean, you look at Toronto loading up, the Rangers loading up, Boston and what they've been all season long. One of these teams is going to end up losing in the first round, and when they do, there's going to be real disappointment for that fan base, for that front office. What do you think this is setting up for in the Eastern Conference with whoever it is that ends up losing? Well, every team's different. I mean, if Toronto loses, that whole regime is out. I mean, they're, they're going to go new GM, new coach. They're probably going to take apart the top four as far as uh, Nylander, Tavares, Matthews, and Marner. Uh, I have a feeling someone's going to be out. They're going to have to find another way. It's going to be a it's going to be a complete change if they lose in round one. I believe. Um, you know, I, the Boston Bruins. I think Boston has looked at this historic pace that they've been on this season. They realize like we got to pull out all the stops right now. Like this is. I mean, this is one of the better seasons you're ever going to see that they're having. So, um, you know, I think they're just all in. And what that means for them moving forward, we'll have to see. I mean, there's still some uncertainty with Patrice Bergeron. I mean, they just signed David Pasternak today, so that was huge. But it's going to look a little different in Boston after this year. But I don't think they care. They want to get this done now and, and win their first cup since 2011. Uh, the New York Rangers are one that they're actually in a really good spot, I feel like, because the moves that they made – getting Tarasenko, um, you know, the, the moves that they made uh, to get Patty Kane, you know, both of these players are on expiring contracts. So I don't know where it goes with those players in particular, but they didn't have to give up a, a lot of their, what they have going right now. This is still an up and coming team. Um, so I, I think they'll be just fine. And uh, it'll be interesting what decisions they make, but yeah, you're right. I mean, there's a lot of movement. There's a lot of picks and, and prospects getting thrown out West. Uh, maybe we'll see a, a change in the tide in the next over the next few years out west because right now this this Eastern Conference is just an absolute juggernaut. If some of those teams have to blow it up this offseason, Mike, because it didn't work out, I'm thinking mostly of Toronto, but there are a lot of other teams like you mentioned. Does that make Doug Armstrong a dangerous man this offseason? Yeah, I, I think you go into it and you, you want to approach free agency with with some options, right? You want to have some, um, some salary cap freedom to do things, but at the same time, you get the free agency is always a tough spot because you're paying a premium for players, right? Like if you can get players in trade and, and, and you can get players with some, um, some, some, uh, you know, uh, salary, uh, uh, 
you know, consistency over the next number of years, having term on them, on their contracts, that that's where it becomes appealing for, for general managers. Cause they're like, okay, we can acquire this guy. We know he signed for the next three years at this rate or two years at this rate. Um, you know, UFA uh, during that time, I, I put it this way. I'll clean up what I'm about to say. If you go and get a player via UFA and free agency, you should not go into that thinking that now we're ready and now we're ready to go. This is getting us over the top. Like, I feel like that it's, those are, you're going to overpay in free agency. So you gotta be, you gotta be careful in those moments. But I think Doug Armstrong's going to try to give himself options. He's going to try to change his decor in any way he can and and add to this group. And um, you know, they already started that process and and we'll see how they, uh, what's what decisions they make in the leading months. He's Mike Rupp. You could check him out again on NHL Network tomorrow. They're starting 10 straight hours of live trade deadline coverage. Hopefully they got a bunch of activity to be able to discuss. <laughs> that starts tomorrow at 9 o'clock Central. Mike, we appreciate the time as always, man. Thanks so much for hopping on with us today. Hopefully we'll talk with you again soon. Awesome, guys. Have a good one.